Are you waiting for everything to be perfect before you decide to enjoy life? Stop waiting. Start living. Welcome to Life in 22 Minutes with Scott and Becky McIntosh, where you will hear inspiring stories from imperfect people living life with courage, humor, and a whole lot of love, despite challenging circumstances to bring hope to your heart and a smile to your face in only 22 minutes. Now, let's welcome the host of the show, Scott and Becky McIntosh. Hello, everybody. Today, we have a really special guest on our show. It's the GPS girl. Yes, the voice that is in over 400 million GPS units and smartphones worldwide giving directions. Her name is Karen Jacobson. I am so excited for you to get to know her, hear her story, and you may be asking, how do you have this connection with the GPS voice, Karen Jacobson? Well, it just happened yesterday. We drew the lucky straw to go pick up Karen from the airport. As Karen was flying in to speak to our, our Mountain West chapter of the National Speakers Association, so we were able to pick her up from the airport. And on the way between the airport and dropping her off at the hotel, we popped the question to her about being a guest on our podcast. And she said yes. So without much further ado, welcome Karen Jacobson. I couldn't resist, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and 22, we, we found out that 22 is uh, pretty significant and important to you as well. It's funny, we were, uh, Becky was mentioning to Karen on the way home from the, on the way to her hotel from the airport that uh, our anniversary is on the 22nd, and that's the day we'll be launching uh, this podcast. And so she says, oh, wow, that's, that's awesome. She goes, I was married on the 22nd. Tell us the rest of this 22nd. Well, it's very significant to us because my husband and I were married on July 22nd, and uh, his parents were married on November 22nd, and my parents were married on... April 22nd. So, and our, our choice of the 22nd was not like, oh, our parents were both married on the 22nd, so let's do a 22nd. We actually got married pretty quickly and we were looking for, uh, a, we knew we wanted to get married in a short period of time and, and we were looking for a date when we were both going to be in the same city because I was on the uh, Cindy Lauper tour with the opening band uh, uh, oh, that summer, wow. and then my husband was on the Don Hanley tour. He's a production manager in the music business, and our our schedules were crisscrossing America. But there were a couple of times we intersected, and one one night we were both in San Diego, but um, the California rules for getting your marriage license required whatever it required we weren't going to be there enough time in advance to do it etc and be in the same spot to do that and so we we were really trying to find uh, a place where we could get a marriage license quickly and we would both be in the same city for a day it was very crazy and that place ended up being Las Vegas and where of course you can get a marriage license and get married in the same day in the same minute exactly and it happened to be on July 22nd so Wow, that was meant to be. A long 20. answer to that, but I don't very often tell that story. 22 came through for you. It totally did. And, and the ironic thing is, like, I'm crazy about twos, is uh, I noticed um, this morning on our Facebook that you and I have 22 mutual friends. No way! Yes, oh, oh, that's <laughs> magical. That's yeah. just magical. So, anyway. 
Well, good. Good to have you. Uh, so we've, you know, we've introduced you and given the introduction of who you are. And uh, just tell us a little bit about you, the things that we would need to know. What got you involved in what you're doing now? You're speaking. I mean, you obviously have a beautiful voice and you sing. That's, that's your love. Um, what got you into speaking as well? Yes, well, I've sung my entire life ever since I was small, and that's what I thought I would do forever is be a singer and a songwriter and and enjoy sharing music. And along the way, I got an audition, and I had moved to New York, and I had a client contact me, and they were looking for a native Australian female voiceover artist living in the northeast of the United States. <laughs> And I read that brief. I was like, this is a description of me. This job must be mine. And I went to the audition and I got the job and I recorded for 50 hours to create a voice system that has ended up in all of these different devices. Now, this was a completely unexpected development in my singing career. And after that happened and my voice started to appear in devices, people wanted to know how it happened and they were very excited to talk to me and talked to me as if they knew me and as if I was a member of their family and wanted to tell me about all the wonderful trips we had taken together and wanted to apologize for yelling at me. I mean, it was really funny. I mean, you saw yesterday when we met somebody and you introduced who I was and they were, they had to tell me their GPS story. It's just was, it's an uncanny thing. So when this started to happen, I knew there was something in it. It wasn't simply our voiceover job that was over, even though it had happened several years earlier. And people wanted to hear this story, and I started to be asked to speak. And that's how it led to me being asked to to present. But over time, it became clear to me that I had a message rather than just a little fun story to tell. Right. So you went from a story to, to a message, something that will uplift and, and educate and help people. To, to is, is it more of a business message, or is it... Along inspiring, it's a people message. So, so businesses are generally filled with lots of people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know. And I I find it interesting this this distinction between oh, is it for is it for um, individuals or is it for businesses? Well, (laughs) guess what? Uh, It's actually full of individuals. They really are, and it's you know it's a it is a universal message. But I teach recalculating and that is a word recalculating that a lot of people uh, will tell me they don't like very much but I because we hear it too often well it's interesting because often we'll hear it when we've made a wrong turn but isn't the human brain Mm -hmm. interesting how we will sometimes make that mean things about ourselves and beat ourselves up and decide that that's bad news but I really am here to teach people that recalculating is actually your friend. It's good news because by the time you hear the word recalculating, although in that moment it means you have potentially taken a wrong turn, by the time you hear the word, you're already course corrected heading toward your destination because the satellites have worked their magic. Mm -hmm. And I think the analogy between this in the car and in life or in business is a, a very important one because I know from my own experience, how much I deal with my relationship to disappointment or upset or um, things just not going the way I want them to go. And when we can recognize that sometimes when we go off track or think we've gone off track, sometimes we're really being saved from more pain than we can even acknowledge at the time. 
And to be able to build the ability, and it is the resilience, the ability to continue and to keep going and to move forward, even when things aren't going the way you want them to go. I mean, that gives people an edge. It gives you an edge in your life. It makes life much more enjoyable. And boy, does it give you an edge in business because we're in such a time of disruption. Transition is everywhere in every industry. So to be able to uh, recognize when something's when you are off track, when something's not going the way you want it, and then to acknowledge it and course correct and make a plan to, to head to where you want to go and to build the ability to do that more quickly, boy, that, that really uh, continues your momentum. That is a message for all. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter if you're a first time mother mm-hmm. trying to deal with the, gosh, just the uh, all encompassing challenge of all that brings. And, or if you are the CEO of a major corporation, you're dealing with change moment by moment all day long. Yeah, absolutely. Now you have a new book. I do. And you were just on a, a tour launching that book or promoting that book. Yep, I was. I so was. tell us about about your book and, and where our listeners can get your book. Thank and- you. This is my second book. Uh, my first one was The GPS Girls Roadmap for Your Future, which was really a journal-style book to um, answer questions, write lists, to really make a plan for what it is you want in life. Because I don't really think we sit down and do that as often right. as mm-hmm. as we would like to think we we do. Uh, this book is called Recalculate, Directions for Driving Performance Success. And in the book is a checklist of outcomes to work toward. So these are things that I work toward on a daily basis, and I've broken it down into four areas of life, well-being, delivery, quality of life, and business. And for each of those, there is a checklist And it's really creating a set of directions or actions to take on a daily basis to be the best version of yourself. And it's important to me to to always be looking at being my best, feel my best, look my best, be my best, bring my best self to, uh, to whatever interaction and whatever activity I am doing on a daily basis. And these are tools that I use in my life as a, as a wife, as a mother, as a business owner, as an entertainer, as a performer, as a voiceover artist, and as a citizen. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing with somebody about this list and they said, oh, that's your next book. I said, no, 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 I'm writing my next book. This isn't my next book. Well, this is my next book. Yeah. I was reminded there's a, a quote that I've heard, um, it was it originated in Scotland, and there was a man who was having a very bad day, and he looked up and he saw above him on this uh, stone in a building that was etched in there that said, "To what e'er thou art, act well thy part," and and you just kind of said that to always bring your best mm-hmm. to to just if, if that's what you are, it doesn't matter if you're a you know a snow shoveler or if you're a lawyer or whatever it is. Be the best you can be at what you do. Well, exactly. And to to be able to enjoy it. I, oh my gosh, I just am so present to how fragile life is, how temporary it is, and how important it is to me to really love it and to enjoy it. And you kindly showed me around Salt Lake City yesterday. It was awesome. 
awesome. <laughs> and it really reinvigorated my love for travel. I mean, I love to travel. I just love it. But I have not been somewhere brand new in a little while. And to come here and, and then to see you know, somewhere I've heard about and experience it. If this was, it's, it's a life moment, you know, and to be able to really thoroughly enjoy life can take some work because we can get stuck in our own selves and in, in the nitty gritty of, of difficulties and, and then real, real life major issues that we're dealing with, whether it be on the global, you know, stage or in our own families or in, in our own lives. So I want to keep that front of mind as much as I possibly can to get the most out of life and to give the most to life. Do you have negative self chatter? Oh my goodness you, gracious. Yes. Hey, just like before she, before you answer that, because people um, look at you and they think, okay, this beautiful girl, she has a beautiful voice. She sings well. Obviously, her speaking voice is good because they used it for <laughs> all over the whole world. Um, you know, you've got this Australian accent, which is just so intriguing. Uh, I mean, the only it makes me wonder because I, I, I loved Olivia Newton-John. Oh, me does too. That, does that mean that everybody is blonde and beautiful and sings well that comes out of Australia? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> And so anyway, go ahead and answer Becky's question. Yes, yeah, so people, but, but that's a good point. And people think, oh, well, you, I've, I've had people say, what would you know about hardship? Uh, plenty, <laughs> because I'm a human being and everybody has their own version and, of, of difficulties and challenges. And, you know, I, I had chronic anxiety as a child, which I overcame. My husband and I had a major financial disaster right at the time of the global financial crisis we got ourselves into a terrible financial situation and i we and we got ourselves out of it mm-hmm. you know and i the negative self chatter is i think a constant um it's a constant practice to be the person in charge of that and to not allow it to win and i think there are many people who are not even aware that it's running them. Mm-hmm. And right. that, that I think is step one. And I've done all, I, I surround myself with uplifting people and resources. That is what I do. And it's actually one of my top 44 checklist items is to surround yourself with uplifting people and resources. And Yes, to drown out the negative thinking, to rewire those neural pathways, which science totally (laughs) supports now. And so you want to have an uplifting life, even if you don't feel like it. Put on an audio. It's never been easier. (laughs) Google uplifting audio or uplifting video on YouTube um, go or life in 22 minutes podcast. Life in 22 <laughs> minutes podcast. Get it there. Just and listen to one every day. Mm-hmm. Listen to one every time you notice yourself starting to feel a bit woe is me. And I'm not saying that the challenges we're dealing with aren't real. They're real. But you can create your life, and you can make your enjoyment of life much stronger by being intentional about it. And one of my top tips for this is to turn off the news. Turn off the television. I don't know if you've watched any television lately, but almost every... Pretty negative. But but, but even the entertaining shows are doom, gloom, violence, 
you know, that isn't entertaining. Now and then that's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Every night of the week and you wonder why you're scared to go out of your home or or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or to talk to other human beings, really um, be very intentional. As, as for what I do, I uh, have a lot of structures in my life to surround myself with uplifting people and resources. And, you know, I'm very clear about what my goals are. I go through a big uh, process at the end of every year to complete the year that just went and then to create the year ahead. In the morning, I wake up, I meditate for 15 minutes every day, meditation, um, you can call it quiet time, prayer, meditation, reflection, whatever you like. If you don't like the word meditation, don't call it meditation, but still do this. Um, some quiet time where you are, it's just you and your thoughts, close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out. Two minutes is enough every day to make a start. I do this daily. I then read my goals every day. I I have very... Uh, very clear, uplifting structures so that I can be on top of rewiring my neural pathways. I used to have a note on my mirror that said, the way you begin your day shapes your day. Absolutely. And that is very important to meditate or have that quiet time and allow your thoughts to get get grounded. Mm -hmm. I also love that you said, surrounding yourself with uplifting people. I often quote Jim Rohn, who mm-hmm. said, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. Everybody, no matter how good they look on the outside as far as their life was going, deals with hardship and deals with struggles. I, I love that. Dude. Yeah, we do, we do um, play off other people, and, and that sets the tone. So, Look, I think human beings are very, very good at pretending. Mm-hmm. And you, that will only last so long. Before things will unravel. Yeah. The masks come off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's so freeing and liberating Absolutely. to live a life where you are actually saying what you mean. Mm-hmm. And you're not talking about other people in a negative way without them being in the room. I mean, these are these might seem like very basic things. But until I learned how to do these things, I didn't know. And it brought my attention. And that's through many seminars and incredible books and and being around people who have those same kinds of practices. The golden rule. Yeah. Yeah. Treat others as you'd want to be treated. And it's, it's a, um, there's, there's a perfect example of something to do every day is to just say that to yourself because we can, um, we can really talk ourselves into a happy life. I think that that is. I truly believe that. We can talk ourselves into it. Because we, we do have that choice. We cannot always choose what happens to us, but we can always choose how we react to it. And I, I'm, I was reminded recently uh, by, uh, by something I read about who you're going to give the power to in terms of your happiness. And it reminded me that I am responsible for my own happiness and I'm not willing to allow any outside forces or other people to be to give that responsibility to anybody else. I'm responsible for my happiness. So if someone's having a bad day and they yell at me when I'm buying a coffee, am I going to let that ruin my life and myself? No. Are we sometimes not so well rested or hydrated or, you know, in the best frame of mind and we really let that get to us? Of course. But for the most part to remember that you are the person who is, Able, who has the power to choose your own happiness and to it, it's a practice and it gets easier 
boy, it makes a huge difference in the quality of life. Absolutely. What it boils down to, really the only thing we have full control over is how we react to something, to our given surroundings or situations. Absolutely. Yeah. So as we are approaching our 22 no! minutes. That was too fast, doesn't it? Does. it does. What is the final message of inspiration, hope, courage that you would love to, to share with the audience? It is never too late to recalculate. Recalculating is keeping going even when you don't think you can, even though when you, you don't feel like it's, it's letting go of what did or didn't happen on a daily basis. It's like a do-over, giving yourself an opportunity to start again, and it is never too late to recalculate. How can our audience members connect with you? I love to hear from people and I love their GPS stories. Uh, people can reach out to me. My website is thegpsgirl.com, T-H-E-G-P-S-G-I-R-L.com. Or on social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at The GPS Girl. I've got my YouTube channel. I'm on LinkedIn. Just It's, it's a social media party, so come, yeah. come connect with me there. I would love it. Awesome. Well, it's been great having you today and been able to just speak with you. Oh, oh, oh. And you have reached your destination. Perfect. Thanks for listening to Life in 22 Minutes. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends about us. And please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review. Your review will help us to broaden our audience. Until next time, don't wait for things to be perfect. Get out there and live life with courage, humor, and a whole lot of love.